0: When your eyesight is at stake, it pays to travel to one of the world's leading eye surgeons. Dr. Johnny Gayton is an author, speaker, Christian leader, and a renowned surgical eye expert. Whether it's cataracts, PRK, LASIKs, or implanted lenses, when only the best is needed, see Dr. Johnny Gayton at eyesightassociates.com. set for one flaw. Introducing first from Lithuania, he weighs 123 kilos, the Russian nightmare, Nikita Kola. Now, the devil's nightmare. Welcome back to another episode of It's Time to Man Up. On the show with me today, Joseph Warren, and Joseph, welcome to the Man Up Show. Hey Nikita, pleasure to be here, brother. Let's do it. Well, it's great to have you here, and and I'm looking. I was been looking forward to this this interview uh, for a number of reasons. One, because of all that you're doing, I know you're involved in uh from everything from men's men's coaching to you've got your own podcast and and. Uh, I, I'm curious, too, to learn more about the, the Broken Catholic. You're the host of the number one podcast on iTunes for Protestants and Catholics, The Broken Catholic. I want to hear more about how you came up with that name as well. Um, but tell tell our listeners, Joseph, a, a little bit more about uh, about who you are so they have an understanding of who we're talking to today.
1: Yeah, you got it. Yeah, so uh, I was raised in a home of uh, six kids very Brady Bunch, three boys, three girls, uh, good mother from Greece, very authentic, like the olive oil. And uh, my father, Irish and a Marine in the United States Marine Corps, uh, served in Vietnam and came back from the war and really wanted to uh, do fatherhood right and do faith right. Uh, So what he did, in my opinion, is he took his military training from the Marine Corps And he applied it to parenting and he applied it to teaching uh, faith and teaching Catholicism was the faith that he chose for our home. And my dad, unfortunately, came home from the war with a lot of anger because there was so much loss of control for him as a man in that very vicious war where he watched his friends being just gunned down all around him. And at the very end of the war he had the horrible job of flying in on the double helo helo helicopters and uh, sliding down the ropes into enemy fire to retrieve the dog tags from his fallen brothers wow to bring them home to their families so they had something to remember their sons by you can imagine the trauma Mm -hmm. that a man goes through the loss of control and what I've come to learn is as men, when we feel loss of control, we're out of control with our emotions. We can't, um, you know, just control those external situations and environments and relationships. Well, it builds up in us and it causes frustration and the frustration needs an outlet. It's like a volcano starting to build and burn and it has to come out somewhere. And for my father, it came out in anger and rage and, and he would just explode, uh, you know, throughout my childhood um, with whenever we disobeyed and we were just little children uh, being kids, right? And pushing our boundaries and exploring life around us. And uh, he didn't know how to process that. So mm-hmm. he did it with a firm white knuckle grip as a father. Well, that, you know, the Bible talks about that, you know, fathers do not be harsh with your children, unless right. they, they turn away. Um, and that's what happened. So that's kind of my foundation. It was a loving home. My dad did the best he could. My, doc, my mom did as well. But eventually those uh, bursts of anger and control uh, was too much for my mother. She wanted a divorce. She fought for it. And our loving home turned into a war zone um, wow. for two years of custody battle. So that was my early childhood and my formation. I got to see manhood and anger, and lack of control. And that really formed uh, my adolescence into adult life. So that's the premise of my background.
0: And, and you you grew up where, and, and where do you live now? Sure,
1: I grew up on uh, Long Island, so New York. Forgive me for all those people who do not like the New York accent. I get it, but <laughs> that's all what good. God gave me, so sorry. Right.
0: Right. And
1: uh, I now live in Tampa, Florida, USA.
0: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Nikita Koloff here. If you're needing to buy a car and have marginal credit and considering using buy here, pay here, that's worse than taking the Russian sickle. Winston-Salem Motorcars will put you behind the wheel of a car you can rely on while helping rebuild, repair, or establish your credit score. Conveniently located on Silas Creek Parkway in Winston-Salem, be sure to check them out today at WSMCTheNumberOne.com because you are number one. If you would like to support Koloff for Christ Ministries, for a gift of $25, Nikita will send you his two CDs, Adoration and Declaration. For a gift of $50, Nikita will include his book, Wrestling with Success. And for a gift of $100 or more, Nikita will include a signed copy of his newly updated life story, A Tale of the Ring and Redemption. Go to www.coloff.net and donate today.
1: You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
0: Okay, well, that's a change from, from Long Island to Tampa.
1: Life is much better down here, my friend. It's just easier.
0: <laughs> uh, I understand. And, and you have a family there in Tampa?
1: I do, yeah. Half my family's here, the other half's in New York. Okay.
0: And any children of your own, Joseph?
1: I do. Yeah. God has blessed me after I got through all my own anger and control issues uh, in my life and I blew up those rocks. You know, God blew them up for me. That's why I call them rocks is that inner head trash we have as men. Uh, God blessed me with the girl of my dreams. And I thought I was going to be alone the rest of my life because I had such bad dating relationships for so many years. And I was like, there's no girl for me. And eventually there was, and it took me surrendering all those rocks uh, within me to God. And he blessed me with that dream girl. Uh, We have two beautiful babies. My daughter, Alora is two years old. Uh, Her name means the Lord is my light. Mm -hmm. And my son, Asher, is now seven months old. And tribes of Asher from the Old Testament, happy and blessed son of God is his name. So I'm triply blessed right now, my friend.
0: Well, Names uh, have... uh a lot of significance and importance more so than, than people realize, right? Or, Oh, I give so credit to you.
1: you. Yeah. We're very, uh, intentional with the names we choose for our children. I believe the namesake really determines the destiny of that child. And we read through, throughout the entire Bible, how these men and women lived into their names.
0: Now, now you talk about, you know, t- turning the, you, 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 you phrase it rocks, uh, you know, over to, to, to the Lord. So, like at, at what age or when the, when did that start happen? Like when did your uh, so you, you grew up in a Catholic home and and but at some point um, you realize I'm um, I'm guessing there's there's more to this this life journey uh, following God than than just uh, religion you might say. At what point did it become relational for you and you begin to release those things like the anger and other things you're talking about?
1: Yeah, great question, Nikita. So like you alluded to uh, you know i wanted nothing to do with the god that was portrayed to me as a child which was a god to be feared uh to run away from that was going to condemn me and punish me and judge me um, more of a tyrannical god than a father a loving father so even though my father was loving i got to see those out of control anger explosion. So I connected that to my heavenly father. And I was like, wow, well, I'm not going back to him. I, I made way too many mistakes at this point. Right. So I I wanted to run for him kind of like Adam and Eve in the garden. Right. Where are you children? And and they're like, we're hiding from you because we don't Mm want to experience your, the wrath. So my early years, I left God, I left my family. I went into business and I worshiped three new gods, the God of money, success, and pleasure. Mm. And I got all three. Uh, I got the promises of the world, and I, we did very well. We did seven figures. I was age nineteen. and but i I had all that anger still built up in me. And uh, it wasn't until years later that my life fell apart. I partied it all away, very prodigal son story. And I was in a farmland of Scottsdale, Arizona, with loose women and and blowing through all the money I had made. And uh, I hit rock bottom and I lost the money. I lost the friends, the so-called friends, the girlfriends all left me. And I was alone uh, for the first time in my life. And uh, it was when I was face down, um, you know, someone say, well, then you looked up to God, right? And I was like, no, no, I just. I just graveled in the dirt for the next 10 years, really, but God spared my life. I was almost murdered twice, being choked to death, strangled to death, and God spared me, but I didn't thank him because I was so far into the darkness, I didn't recognize his light anymore. So it was 10 years later of um, just slowly rebuilding my personal empire to worship Joseph and the unholy trinity, me, myself, and I, and it was during that time that I started to hear a quiet whisper, a prompting within my heart of, come spend time with me. Come spend time with me. And I knew who it was. I had never heard his voice before in that way, but I knew who it was. And at this point, I was so frustrated and angry about how I had destroyed my life, but I blamed everyone else, including God. I didn't take personal ownership of my own mess and my own choices. And because I was so angry, I, I, I really just turned and I looked up to God and I said, what I think is one of my best prayers of all times. I said, what do you want? can you see I'm busy right now? I got Mm. all these bills to pay, all these problems. Leave me alone. And I Mm. say, it's one of my best prayers because it was honest. Right. It was real. It was raw. It was from the bottom of my heart. You know, King David prayed this way, right? One second, he's praising God. The next second, he's blaming God. right? But he was real. And God says, this is a man after my own heart. This is what God wants from us, is true honesty within us, whether it looks good or polished. He wants, he wants the honest heart of a man. And so I said that, and the prompting continued, Nikita, and it just wouldn't go away. And I was just like, leave me alone. I don't want to hear from you. And it just kept going. And God pursues us, doesn't he? And uh, eventually it got so irritating. I said, listen, If you want me to come spend time with you, here's all my bills, provide me with enough money to pay off all my bills and I'll come spend time with you until then. I don't want to hear from you. And I was arrogant and obnoxious with my creator because I was an angry boy Mm -hmm. and I was hurting. And two weeks later, God put two, uh, businessmen that were in my life, uh, secular businessmen. And they hired me for some life coaching, which I had never done before, but they, Handed me two large checks. And uh, with that and a little bit of savings, I was able to pay off all my bills and take off for the next eight months. And I started to party the money away and go back to my old habits. And a godly friend I had confided in during this time had uh, he caught me in between my, you know, renting big homes in the Hamptons and, you know, on the beaches of Florida. And he said, Joseph, how's it going? I was like, going good. It's great. He goes, yeah, I see that. Hey, you remember that conversation you had with God and the deal you made? You know, it looks like God took care of his end of the bargain. How are you doing with yours? Mm. Mm. And it punched me in the throat. Mm. And this is why we need godly men around us.
0: Accountability. Yeah.
1: Yeah. To call us out right on the blind spots. Mm. And, uh, right there, I, I, you know, I still had some conscience left. So I was angry and, uh, but I canceled the next trip, the next beach house and, uh, I showed up at the chapel at my local church and I sat there begrudgingly and angry. And I said, God, I'm here. I'll give you an hour a day for the next two weeks. If you want to talk to me? Let me know. Otherwise I'll just sit here bored and irritated. And that's how it began. And that's where I started to experience God in a real way, as you said, a relational way, not a God that I have read about and was foreign to me, but He started to reveal who he was as a father, personally, and started to heal all the wounds and the anger within me and blow up all those rocks I spoke about. And those two weeks became eight months, an hour a day for eight months. I sat in that chapel and God healed me and he blasted the rocks to smithereens. And that's where he took over my life and I relinquished my control. And the rest is history, as they say.
0: That's powerful. And, and uh, Joseph, how old were you, uh, r- roughly?
1: <laughs> yeah. So oh, this no, is no. the bad part, people. I was, uh, you know, I went from nineteen years old, the beginning of that story, to this part of the story. I was 39, 40 years old at okay.
0: this point. So about a twenty-year journey in that in that process uh, process of getting you to that point. But you know uh, the. In a sense, it's 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 good news because one, God never gives up on us, right? And right. and so He's he, Scripture says, "I'll never leave you nor forsake you." I mean, I'm I'm here for you when when you're ready to come. You know, you said the prodigal son story. When you're ready to come back, I'll be here waiting with open arms to embrace you and love you. Two two things that in your story, Joseph, that really resonate uh, that I want to highlight for the listener. Uh, one is. Um, the, the emphasis on accountability and having friends around us that do ask the tough questions. And I like to call them battle buddies. Um, you know, they're in the trenches with us, right? And they're willing to ask the tough questions, even if we're not willing to receive them at the, ti- at the time. But nevertheless, uh, I'm grateful for those friends, like just like, like I, I know you are, so that's one thing I want to highlight to the listeners. All of us need battle buddies. All of us need accountability partners around us. Whether you, you know, you're a guy listening to the show today, whether you're a gal listening to the show today, ladies get 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 a uh, another lady battle buddy. Guys get a get a get a man a men's a men battle battle buddy. Uh, the other thing that is I want to highlight in your story that you pointed out is. And I do a lot of, I know you do a lot of coaching. I do a lot of camps. In fact, uh, recently came off, uh, one of my wrestling peers, Lex Luger and I facilitate a camp called Man Camp. And we hear, uh, like you, Joseph, we hear a lot of guys' stories. And it just never seems to amaze me or blow me away at uh, how many guys, you know, start off by saying, oh, I had a great relationship with my dad. And then, you know, once we get into further into the camp, find out, well, maybe I didn't have such a great w- relationship with my dad but how our dads, the, here's the significance. You're, if you're a dad out there, I want you to listen to Joseph's story. And I want you to consider that when it comes to your child having a, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, with the God of the universe, with the Father. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Nikita Koloff here. Have you registered for the Morning Star Men's Conference in August? Not yet? What are you waiting for? We have an amazing lineup of speakers, including NBA All-Star Al Wood, WWE Superstar Lex Luger, General Jerry Boykin, David and Jason Benham, the Benham Brothers, world renowned evangelists Frank Shelton, Chris Reed, and, of course, Dr. Rick Joyner and yours truly. Get registered today. What are you waiting for? Go to mstarevents.com. Hi, Nikita Koloff. Be sure to check out the Man Up Show, now available on television, broadcast, and podcast. Go to MorningStarTV.com or the Truth Radio Network. Check out your local listings or better yet, download the Truth Network app today.
1: You're listening to the Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
0: How you, what you model, is going to be their impression on who God is. So just like you heard Joseph describe this, this angry kind of tyrant, of, you know, white knuckles, you know, fist pounding dad. Then that's was his impression of who his heavenly father, his heavenly daddy was. So right. just be mindful of that as a parent, as a dad, um, uh, what kind of impression you're making on your children, and and especially, which I hope you are, uh, encouraging them to have their own relationship with Christ. And so I, I appreciate your story. Uh, let, Joseph, let me ask you this. So I, I mentioned you do a lot of coaching, and I was just looking at at uh, something in in your your write-up that you have a coaching program. I like this. For Christian husbands who want to go from angry and stressed to peace and purpose without therapy or marriage counseling. Can you expand on that, expound on that a little bit?
1: Absolutely. I think as men, we don't like therapy. We don't like counseling. We don't like to pay someone to tell us we're broken. We already know it. And we definitely don't want someone to point out all the areas of brokenness for us because it makes us feel irreparable. And if I may say, I I deal with a lot of guys that come to me and they're like, hey, I've been in marriage counseling for 15 years with my wife. And to be real, that marriage counselor never liked me. (laughs) They're very anti-male. They're very pro-woman. So there's that experience sometimes and that's unfortunate sides are taken, and the, male, the man always feels like he's being you know, teamed up against. But the bottom line is this, therapy and counseling are good when they're done well by people who are experts in the area, however, they create an outlet for us men to talk and complain and vent our problems, air our dirt, uh, speak about our rocks that are weighing us down, but rarely do they create the space and the accountability for us to actually get rid of the rocks once and for all. So it's almost like a support group of sorts, uh, one-on-one support group for us men uh, to feel validated, to feel like victims, to keep staying passive in our lives and not actually lean into the discomfort and the pain and the battle that is necessary for us to get to the promised land that God, you know, promises to us. So I had to go in and do a battle, right? And, but, it, but here's the beautiful part, is I didn't take on the battle myself. When I surrendered the rocks to God, God fought the battle for me. But there was still a battle to fight and there still required my participation. So if you find yourself as a listener, and you're in counseling and you're in therapy, I would just pose the question, how's it going? Is it working or not working? How long has it been not working? Are you ready to do something different? Or do you wanna stay in the vicious wheel of insanity getting the same lack of results that you've been getting? When you look at your wife and you watch her growing more and more distant from you, you look at your children and you watch the disconnection gap growing further and further, wider and wider, and you don't know how to stop it, do you actually want to do something about it, or are you just pretending and telling people you do? See, that's the difference. You got to get to that first step of saying, I, I, this isn't working, and yes, I want to do something about it. Enough is enough. And unfortunately, most counseling, most therapy is not going to get you there sitting with God and letting him come in as the divine healer, right? The king of the universe, the one that can see where all the rocks are deep in your soil from all the broken relationships and hurts and mistakes of your life. See, a counselor can't see all that. They're human. They're broken themselves. They only could see so much. So what I do in my coaching is I get to, uh, with the, the gift that God has given me and equipped me with, I'm like a sniper when it comes to the rocks in your life that you can't see, that are buried deep in your soil because you've suppressed them. You put, pressed them down because you didn't want to deal with them five years ago or 10 years ago. But here's the problem, brother. The rocks grow over time. See, time doesn't heal all things. That's a lie. That's a myth. That's what the enemy wants you to believe. Oh, just leave it be. Put it out of sight, out of mind. Time will heal your marriage. No, it doesn't. And for any men that are listening right now that have gone through divorce, you know that time made it worse, not better. So time doesn't heal all things, forgiveness heals all things. And the entire message of salvation is about forgiveness. We need to reconcile ourselves as humans with our creator because we wronged him. And there's people in our life that we've wronged and we've hurt and there's people that have hurt us and wronged us. So forgiveness is the key. So we really get in, we take on that battle and again, therapy and counseling will help you uh, get, I guess, get started, um, or at least see maybe one or two things. But it's not going to get the deep rocks that only God can see and only God can blast out. Did that make sense?
0: It, it, it does. And, and of course, you bring a lot of, uh, you know, experience to the table. You might say um, for, you know, someone you know interested in and in engaging with with what you do through, you know, through whether it's through your elite coaching or even through your, your podcast, you know, I, and by, and by experience I'm talking about, I know you've had, uh, you've stated you've had multiple failed businesses and lots of broken relationships, but you're able to take all of those experiences and, 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 and then couple that with the success you're having now and, and be able to offer that, as I said, to, to the marketplace and, and and help them uh succeed in, in in life in whatever area of life right now and i i know you got so you got two different podcasts, you got the broken catholic and then you got your first hundred 100k tell, tell us just briefly got just a few minutes left tell us just briefly about your your podcast shows sure
1: uh so that's for christian um business owners entrepreneurs uh, that are just starting out or they've been struggling to break the $100,000 mark in their business, right? So sometimes that's new or sometimes you just have blind spots, right? That need to be pointed out. So I bring on top entrepreneurs. We've had people that did 100,000 last year as guests. We've had guests that did $250 million last year. And they bring on their best practices to really get you over that hump. But the main message underlining of that show is to be able to impact uh, you know, God's uh, kingdom with your business and to turn your business more into a ministry that has eternal uh, impact and internal ROI rather than just that transactional put money in the bank. Of course, we're going to teach you how to do that, but that's what that show's all about. You know, as I grow deeper in my faith and my journey with God, uh, I like to talk about business less and less. It really doesn't light me up anymore where before I used to live for it. right? Um,
0: right. But
1: now I live for bringing God's funds back to him. That's the, the commission he put on my life and that quiet time I spent with him. And I, I suspect it's going to be the calling for the rest of my life. So the way I do that is through my Broken Catholic podcast. I do it through First 100K, but mostly I do it through Blow Up Rocks, right? My one-on-one coaching, and now I'm about to expand into group coaching. So I could take on a thousand guys or 10,000 guys and experience those miracles in their life, in their marriages, in their faith, and also in their finances. Because here's what happens, Nikita, when a man goes inside and he works on fortifying his inner kingdom, and he's able to show up more whole and complete with his wife and his marriage, not angry. And he's able to show up whole and complete with his children and his parenting. Well, guess what happens? He shows up whole and complete in his business and he attracts more revenue, more relationships. So all my clients, though they come in doing seven figures, eight figures, you know, what we see is we see 10x return on, on their revenue and their income because they handled the inner man before the external, the outer man. See, that's the secret. The world teaches, society teaches, keep expanding your external kingdom and you will die well. You'll die happy. This isn't true. You just die with the most toys, but you die miserable and alone.
0: Yeah, and you leave and it we all see
1: here, it constantly yeah. when we look at the rich. Yeah. Right? They're, they're all dying divorced, miserable, and disconnected from their children alone. And right. it's sad. So the secret that God wants to give us as, as a good father to his sons, he's saying, hey, you have an inner kingdom the kingdom of heaven resides in your heart son but there's rocks in your good soil i gave you good soil but there's rocks the hurts and wounds of life i want to get them out of you you know and and That's once they're clear then your sur- your soil will be fertile again and you can finally be fruitful so brother as you're listening if you find yourself without purpose if you find yourself confused about your calling And you don't feel fruitful in your life. There's no meaning anymore. But you're making all the money. You're killing it in your business. But your relationships are suffering. Well, there's a reason. There's rocks in your soil that God wants to blast out. That's what I do.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And people can find out more. uh, You can find out more about Joseph Warren at blowuprocks.com. Blowuprocks.com and learn more. We're just about out of time, Joseph. But, man, what a... What an amazing story you have, and I appreciate you sharing some of that with us today. And and, and folks, I want to encourage you uh, as you're listening to Joseph's story as well. Yeah, uh, those those uh, eight months, uh, I believe it was, right, Joseph? Eight months that you just sat That's before right. the Lord and, and and just listened to the Lord and allowed Him to lead and guide and direct your path. That's not to say that we don't want to uh, incorporate guys like Joseph into our lives and and take advantage of, of all of his life experiences and help to enhance ours. But at the end of the day, it's that personal relationship and spending uh, time with the Lord one-on-one. Joseph, thank you for being on the show today. Appreciate Magita, that. Before
1: we go, can I give your, your men specifically a gift? Uh,
0: yeah, sure.
1: So I just wrote a new book called Peace and Purpose, an easy and proven way to eliminate anger and stress in 90 days or less, right, without therapy or counseling. So if you're listening to the show and, and it resonated with you and you're like, man, you know what? I got some rocks in my soil. Well, there's nothing wrong with you. You just got rocks. We all got rocks. And you want to get them out and you're actually ready to get them out. Then I'm going to give you my book free of charge. You could go to freepurposebook.com. Freepurposebook.com. I'll cover the book. You cover the shipping. Uh, it's an easy read and completely free of charge to you. So if you want that, go to freepurposebook.com.
0: Oh, bless you, my brother. And, Thank you for that. And thank you, folks, for tuning in to another episode of the Man Up Show. And we hope you have an amazing week. God bless you. This podcast is made possible by the grace of God and your faithful prayers, support, and generous gifts. May God bless you for your continual contributions. Go to kolof.net and donate today.
1: All feet agree Clemens Carpet is where you need to be With carpet, vinyl, tile, and hardwood from the top brands Clemens Carpet does it right from beginning to install Voted number one by you in the Reader's Choice Awards Doug, Chad, Benny, Kiwi, and the team at Clemens Carpet Look forward to seeing and serving you soon
0: This is Nikita Koloff and I want to thank Clemens Carpet For supporting my new show, Man Up Saturday afternoon at 1230 on the Truth Network